Thanks for listening to The Adam Carolla Show on Podcast One. Well, Wendy Liebman, comedian, comes in and we talk comedy. And then uh, there's the news as well. First, that's coming up in this half. First, there's Tommy John. Tommy John doesn't give an F. They give three Fs. Fabric, fit, and function. Proprietary fabrics that perform like nothing you've ever worn before. I am, uh, I've packed a bunch. We're on the road as you hear this, and all I pack is my Tommy John. They got a no wedgie guarantee. Comfortable stay put waistbands, luxurious soft feather light, moisture wicking, breathable fabrics designed to move with you. No bunching or riding up. You don't love your first pair? Get a full refund with their best pair you'll ever wear or its free guarantee. And you can shop at over 1,200 retail locations across the country, including Nordstrom stores nationwide. It's the best. Whatever you're wearing, once you try Tommy John, you will not go back to your old underwear or bras or anything it's Tommy John, right, Dawson? Hurry to TommyJohn.com slash Adam to get 20% off your first order. That's TommyJohn.com slash Adam for 20% off. TommyJohn.com slash Adam. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, not for sale to minors. Website restricted to adults 21 and over. Hey, if you're smoking and you enjoy the satisfaction of the nicotine, but you don't want all the judging, may I suggest My Blue. My Blue lasts all day. Simple, easy to use. And I think you'd be surprised by how satisfying it is. If you smoke and you want satisfaction and you want something that isn't a distraction, my blue, my blue. Right, Dawson? Find my blue in a store near you or order online at myblue.com. That's M-Y-B-L-U.com. Hi, I'm a helpful Southern California Honda person. And as usual, we've been doing... Random acts of helpfulness, like paying for an unexpected vet bill or helping send a student on a field trip to D.C. And we can help you, too, with a great deal on a reliable, award-winning Honda, like the Civic. And people buy Civics more than any other car in California. Click the dealer locator link to find a dealer near you and go to SoCalHondaDealers.com to suggest a random act of helpfulness. Based on IHS market calendar year-to-date June 2019 for the small car segment, new retail registrations in U.S. $25, you get wine and gifts. Ace's favorite stuff or products from ACS. Every single month, you get the drink you choose. It's hard to beat cool stuff and booze. Adam's Monthly Nut. Adam's Monthly Nut. You heard Dick. This month's shipment includes an in-shower beer can and wine glass holder from Sip Caddy for all of you practical alcoholics out there. An official Adam Carolla's The Hammer branded jump rope to stave off the effects of your shower drinking. A copy of Shrinkage signed by Bald Brian. A bottle of Ogre Sauce, perfect for any and all meals fresh off the grill. It's also gluten-free for you pussies out there. Of course, a bottle of Mangria or 33 Wine. And lastly, in your shipment, you may find another golden ticket. That's right, two lucky winners and their guests will get a VIP pass to Laughs with Bald Brian, meet and mingle with the ACS family, and the whole lineup of comedians performing that evening. That's Fitzdog, Dana Gould, Kyle Dunnigan, and more. Sign up at CorollaDrinks.com for only 25 bucks and cross your fingers because you and a guest may be watching Bald Brian from backstage with the rest of the ACS regulars. So prep your mailbox and get ready for Adam's Monthly Nut. Hurry, we will sell out.
It's time to check Adam's voicemail. Good evening. Trouble in the Middle East as we begin our broadcast this evening. You can leave us a message at 888-634-1744. Best part is watch any broadcast of any network from 1974, and it'll most likely start with Trouble in the Middle East from 1974. Okay. Wendy Liebman is here. Good to see you, my dear. I'm so nervous right now. You, you, who takes a microphone and commands the stage for prolonged periods of time is nervous. My comfort zone right now, my comfort zone being bed. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm such a fan. Well, thank you. And I'm a fan of yours as well. And I'm excited to do the show at Vitello's coming up because that's my old stomping ground. That'll be this coming Tuesday, right? Yeah. So here, this, this Tuesday, Vitello's Restaurant Studio City. I have a long history with Vitello's. And uh, let's talk about how this began, the uh, locally grown comedy. Well, I lived around the corner and one day I j- just walked in the restaurant and I said, do you want to do a comedy show here? And... That was five years ago. And since then, I've had everybody on the show from Arsenio to Nikki Glazer to Joe Coy to um, Orny Adams. And this week, I'm going to have you, which is blowing my mind. I, I uh, Well, we'll get into uh, why you're blown and <laughs> in a second why I'm not. But, um, you know, it's, I, I, the one thing I do love about comedians is comedians, even if they play – Big halls and big theaters and, and even staple centers and mm-hmm. stuff love to go up into small, yeah. intimate places and ply their trade. And I, I think that's very organic and honest of them. Like uh, other businesses, you know, if you're a construction outfit and you build <laughs> skyscrapers mm. and someone goes, hey, I want to add on to my outhouse. They go, fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> they, they, they don't do that. They yeah, don't slum it with you. I like the idea that comedians go yeah. from seven, you know, staple Staple Center to playing just a little rest, a little I Italian mean, restaurant. Cedric the Entertainer did my show, and then he was going to do some arena the next night. Right, right, so. which is kind of kind of nice. It's like and lifting it, five pound weights, but it's it's <laughs> organic. Like I, it says to me, like anyone who shows up to sign up while well, now throwing myself in the bin of of heroes. But I mean, anyone who says, "Yeah, I'll go over to Vitello's and do a set," is saying. I'm authentic. I like doing comedy. Thank you. Well, aren't they? Because they're not going. I need to get paid. Or who's? Where's my? Where's my town car? Well, you do get pizza. I oh, mean, you get pizza. Am, yeah, I am paying you, and I'm paying you a little bit and a little bit of food. So Vitello's famously were Robert Blake. Uh, I thought that was familiar. <laughs> yeah, she got up. Hilarious. She, she had a very weak twenty minutes. <laughs> She had a bad set. He did not Robert approve. was not happy, no. and he sh- proved and he it in the killed. parking lot. He killed. <laughs> well, we lived around the corner from there, so my husband said that if he had walked the dog in the opposite direction, he would have seen the thing happen. Uh, you guys live right in that little area. Across the street was the Two Roads Theater that I started off at, wow. where the we'd been talking yesterday about the groundlings when... I was extricated from the groundlings. Um, I then ended up at the Two Roads Theater with the Acme Company. So it was a whole bunch of groups that had been 
a whole bunch of people who had been dumped by the groundlings ended up at Acme. They were just groundling rejects, right. so we just did a crappier version of what the groundlings do across the street. And Vitello's is where me and the guy who ran the company would meet on Saturday night and hand out flyers in front of Vitello's to get people to go across the street after they'd come out for irritating customers. Yeah. <laughs> so I know Vitello's well. So, but you're doing stand up again after how long? Like, well, what what happened with me is I started off doing stand up in the 80s because I didn't know what else to do. It was sort of like sort of like when we talked to Tito Ortiz or Chuck Liddell or these UFC legends, old-time UFC guys were like I like to fight, but there was no sport called the UFC. So I like wrestled in college and I did this and I did that, but I never really, there wasn't, the sport hadn't been invented. So for me, the sport of podcasting had not been invented and, you know, and Comedy Central and all these man shows and all that love line. And there was like, there was nothing to do. I was funny, but there was nothing to do. So I was like, well, I'm going to do stand up since that's just one of the sports the school is offering, you know, totally. and I was OK at it because I was funny, but it wasn't really my sport. So what happened is, is I did it. Off and on until I found my sport, which was radio and broadcasting and Jimmy Kimmel and all that stuff. And then I immediately just started playing my sport. Later on... You think that's your sport? <laughs> JP. Later on, we got pushed out on the road, me and Dr. Drew did, to go play colleges. So I found myself up on stage for 90 minutes without a routine, but with Dr. Drew. And then... At some point, it struck me that, well, maybe I should circle back and revisit this thing that I announced wasn't my sport. Maybe I could do a better job of it, and that's what I Well, maybe you're coming to, to it now with a different perspective. Yes. Well, I and remember, just, oh. yeah, I, I just want to give Wendy her due because as, as I was mentioning to her, I mean, Adam, I stood in line for three and a half hours to see you people for uh, Love Line over at KU, one of your worst nights of your life. What year is that? That had to be in 90... Probably 2001, <laughs> probably. Yeah, 2011. 97-ish, eight. Mm-hmm. Um, and Wendy, we, I grew up with stand-up spotlight and short attention span theater and, you know, the Ha Channel, Comedy Central. I've, I've known about Wendy forever and really, really fell in love with your stand-up when I was... Very young. And so this is very exciting to have you here. I'm very old. (laughs) (laughs) Me too. (laughs) And uh, made it to the semifinals, by the way, of America's Got Talent Season 9. I'm reading here Howard Stern. There was this wild card. Pretty wild. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what inspired me to do it, but I just felt like I had to get back out there again. Because I had gotten married and started taking care of some stepkids. They were my husbands. It's a very interesting endeavor stand up and it's also weird like i just wrote to uh judd apatow who wanted a doc i was working on i i said are you doing stand up because he does stand up but then he doesn't do stand up because he works on a movie Mm -hmm. and i was telling him i was doing stand up are you doing stand up and i'm interesting i'm interested in, in you can sort of pick it up and set it down for a while, but you don't want to set it down for too long mm-hmm. because you'll get a little ring rust. Well, I haven't performed in over a, a year because I was hit by a car last year, and I was just telling Gina, this is like the first time I'm out. 
Oh, really? Yeah. So you're hit by a drunk driver? No, just a car. A lady oh. driver. Um, That's kind of the same. Can be the same yeah. sometimes. Oh, I got... You and your husband were struck by a drunk driver. Oh, that's a different one. Oh, yeah. I guess oh, really? don't, don't hang out with I was going to ask for a ride to the airport <laughs> after the show. <laughs> don't ask for a ride to Patella. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that was a couple of years ago. We were hit by a drunk driver, but nothing happened to us physically. This time I was just walking and I was Ooh. hit by a oh, car. You were oh, hit my while God. you're walking? Yeah. And, uh, wow. So I'm just now walking. Wow. Again. What happened? And, um, well, sh- a woman just hit me and I broke my leg and both feet. Oof. And uh, Is it, uh, I, you know, more and more. I mean, what I'm going to tell my kids, but I'm I'm feeling the same way. I just don't trust anyone anymore. Just they're don't all, leave the they're, house. They're all texting. <laughs> yeah. They're I all know. on some kind of prescription, whatever <laughs> medication. Like I don't trust people to see me or like, hey, I have the right of way. I stepping yeah, off the curb. Matter. The light's green. Like how could they not? I don't know? trust anyone I have anymore. To wear a reflective collar now Smart. when I go out. You notice everything. I I, I notice. You must notice it ten times more than me. How many times a day of driving do you just see people in the free on the freeway just looking down? their phones texting terrifying. well maybe they're texting it, maybe they're looking at waves or whatever they're just looking down at their phones like it is you're going seven miles an hour man it, there's a there's another kind of unintended consequence of all the traffic and all the la people la people by nature most people aren't from la let's so they're say lost. right so <laughs> wendy you're from where i'm from new york originally but then i started stand up in boston so you're not you know, born and bred here. Gina's not, and Brian's not. So people are attracted to L.A. It attracts folks who want to get off the farm or get out of wherever to come here to do something. It's a, like a mover shaker mm-hmm. thing. Like it, it, it attracts people that want to move. Feel like when I moved here, anything could happen. Yeah, and, and you, here I am. You, today. you could be yeah, run see? over by a bitch. It was texting. <laughs> anything <laughs> happened. Dream realized. No, so you have a large group of people who ostensibly want to do something you then put them in their car and you stick them in traffic and those people start going i'm wasting my life i'm wasting my life so they go ah they grab the phone and they go i can do something while i'm not really doing that much i'm kind of stuck here and we all find ourselves kind of going oh we're not moving too quick i i can think i could get something we have a lot of there's first off everyone thinks they can multitask they don't. They can barely they, unitask. They, right. They can barely unitask. They, Dr. Drew thinks he can check stuff on his phone and listen to the call and talk to me. He absolutely, Drew. Are you sure? Drew, Are you sure about that? I don't, Drew, I don't think you can do that. Yeah. <laughs> JC, it seems like you're checked out now. It seems like you're on your phone or looking at something right now. Right. See the cadence you're you're using. You seem checked out as I'm talking to you about being checked out. Hmm. Okay. See, I, I think you're staring at your phone, and that's what I'm saying. You can't multitask. No, no. The phone is not on. The TV is not. On. I'm listening to you. You're just listening. But why does it take three Mississippi before you answer? Right, right. Okay, you're not contributing to this conversation at all, Drew. Uh, well, sometimes I do. Yeah, I'll but not, not this time, douche. Crazy. <laughs> okay, he's that's what Drew name. does when he's when he does our our show. He looks at his phone. That's not hilarious. when he's sitting here because I'll yell at him. But when he's remote, yeah. that's what he does. You can't multitask. You're not as good as you think you are. 
we have movers and shakers. They get stuck in their car. They think they're going to buy back part of their life by answering some texts or rolling some emails or something like that, and they, they cannot. Yeah, they sp- literally spin out. Right. So what, what was the story? What was this woman doing, and what, what were you doing? It's still being figured out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So oh. that's all adjudicated purposes. <laughs> Reasonable doubt Saturdays. But, all right. but I, I did have a lot of downtime. And uh, I watched a lot of TV. What were you into? I watched Mrs. Maisel. I hear that's great. You know, I didn't want to like it. I don't know why, which is weird because I'm a stand-up. But I just watched it in awe. And no, I, I look. I when 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 Doctor Drew watches a medical show, he has like his arms <laughs> folded. Man, like this going to fake? Oh, fake out! Like he, this is so fake. When I watch carpentry shows, I feel the same way. Like, come on, you are a comedian, and that's why you didn't want to like it. But I yeah. guess I don't know. But I I watched that. I just watched Succession. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, but I had a lot of downtime. I slept a lot. I love to sleep. I talk in my sleep. I know Mrs. Maisel is great because every time I go to the Melrose Improv and I just drive down Melrose, I just see signs. Yep. Like, nominated. Oh, nominated. They bought every billboard now. Nominated. Like, they, Big signs that say, we got it? the rabbi. Did you oh, love it's it? fantastic. She's I, amazing. Bra- uh, Rachel Brosnahan? Or? I think she speaks with a British accent. I mean, I think she's British, oh, which is always so amazing weird. to me, like when the guy who played House, he speaks right. you, Laurie. I mean, I don't no know. accent. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> He's, uh, yeah, Drew, are you still on? He's impressed. Still on. He's not really here, is he? No. Yeah, he's right next to I mean, yeah, he is. Yeah. I saw him a lot on TV because he's uh, he, he has some product for leg cramps. Oh, that would have probably <laughs> helped. Right. I saw right. a lot of commercials. Good. I like commercials. I study commercials. I feel they're indicators of which way the wind is blowing in our society. I have actually shazammed some of the music mm. on some of the commercials, wow. like Humera commercials. I have to know what that song is. If you think about, as I was, I brought it up before, but if you think about like, oh, do, do commercials let you know where you're at or do they reflect mm. the times that you're living mm. in or... Things of that nature. All look no further than in the 70s when I would miss a day of school and I would watch TV, daytime TV. Every commercial for daytime TV was learn to drive a truck, <laughs> learn to repair a refrigerator, work in a doctor's world, repair typewriter. Repair typewriter. Like every commercial was geared toward you're on the sofa, you want to get out and work, man. You could be driving an 18-wheeler in as little as two weeks or working in a doctor's world. It's like, obviously, you weren't going to be a physician, but you could get this nurse junior job. It was just learning to work in the doctor's world, learning to do this, learn to do that. Every single commercial now is fired, Want to sue your employer? Did you get hold of a vaginal mesh that went wrong? <laughs> Did you have mesothelioma? <laughs> like every single commercial is a class action lawsuit. Now, if you don't think there's a difference in our society between get out and drive a truck and sue your former employer, there is a huge difference. And just watch the commercials. You, you will know. And at night, they're all for weight loss. Right. Sitting there eating. Oh, right. Well, that's the best time to binge. Right. You know what I'm really? Now, now we have the medication commercials have gone from medication to 
opioid-induced constipation. Yeah, right. medication you know, like, for the yeah, medication. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, the opioids you're on are screwing Depressed up. Depressed because of your rash yeah. cream. Yeah, My you... favorite is they say, don't take this if you're allergic to this. Well, how the fuck do I know? <laughs> Am oh, I allowed to swear? We, we yes. encourage you. Okay. I guess now you are. Um, <laughs> yes, you have to take this other pill because the pills you're on are backing <laughs> you up. up yeah. And then the next one is, why don't you sue the manufacturers sure of pill. pills? Oh. All right, let me hit ZipRecruiter, and then we'll uh, roll into some news. So if somebody just uh, quit and they're suing you, you, you need a new employee, you need ZipRecruiter hiring. It can be a slow process. Uh, Cafe Altura's COO, Dylan Moskowitz, by the way, needed a director of coffee for his organic coffee company. was having trouble finding qualified applicants. So switched over to ZipRecruiter. Technology identifies people with the right experience and invites them to apply to your job. And uh, Dylan posted on ZipRecruiter, used their uh, candidate rating feature and filter, filters out the applicants so he could focus on the most relevant ones. He found his new director of coffee in just a few days. With results like that, it's no wonder that four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. It is ZipRecruiter, right, Dawson? See why ZipRecruiter is effective for businesses of all sizes. Try ZipRecruiter for free at our web address, ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. ZipRecruiter.com slash Adam. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. All right, should we do some news, Gina Grad? Let's do it. Give me the news with Grad. News with Gina Grad. Great. Viral, all those crazy Trump tweets. Give me news with Gina Grad. Trouble in the Middle East. Celebrity drunk meltdowns. Seek news with Gina Gina Grad. The news with Gina Grad. Well, the World Series is happening as we record this game to just happen. And Olympic champion gymnast Simone Biles threw out a ceremonial first pitch. With a twist, literally, the Houston area uh, native pulled oh, off the backflip. Oh, did she do a big cartwheel? Uh, no, much. She did a cartwheel last time. Cartwheel. Now she's going backflip oh, with a Ozzie twist. Smith yes. the More yeah. specifically, before throwing out the first ball ahead of Wednesday's game, I'll show it to you now, just in case you missed it. It is delightful. Here she right. goes up at the mound. She's back at Minute Maid Park to toss tonight's ceremonial first pitch. Chet Waterhouse? <laughs> Does that <laughs> no. Jake Marisnik. She did a hands-free cartwheel catch. last time. What's she gonna do this time? Hands-free. Oh, a hands-free was last cartwheel. Time. Yeah, Jesus. not good enough to use her hands like the ace there <laughs> and be and spotted. And bam! Wow! Hit a really cool backflip with a twist. With a twist, and then threw it. Yeah. There's your first pitch. Goes <laughs> so. like girl. Wow! I can do that. It's, it's, it's crazy how miniature she is. Oh, she's tiny. She's, she's Lilliput. Locks of monocytes. Uh, Biles earned similar <laughs> praise, but she did it in 2016. Um, and when it comes to what's scarier, she gives the nod uh, to throwing out the pitch as anything. Uh, that is the scariest thing she could ever do. She says gymnastics is her life. Everything else is terrifying. So backflip in front of the entire world no biggie but throwing that ball was really anxiety inducing yeah it's not it's not her sport not her sport it's not that the act is uh, anxiety inducing it's that everyone goes on the internet and tears everyone a new asshole Mm, I've been I've been the recipient of that before so it's not the actual thing it's what everyone does to you when you're done no matter what flipping you do right beforehand She's like the best athlete in the world yeah yeah I mean multiple times over decorate I was a cheerleader 
Oh, That's, so you can flip and do I hands free I was an angry. Don't be a one upper like I said before. <laughs> Give me an F. <laughs> were you angry at the high school level? I was just hungry. hungry. We were all hungry and angry. It was cold in New York. Yeah. How long before cheerleaders are <laughs> frowned upon? Like, are we going to start? We're, we're, whatever. I don't know, next? Uh, well. M- it's it's one of the safe. I mean, there's injuries, but like there's head injuries and stuff. Like it's gonna be one of the more like, acceptable sports. Well, no, it's, it's taking women, putting them in short uh, skirts, and putting them on display. But at least at the collegiate, yeah, 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 yeah. but the you know collegiate I mean? level, they have their own national competitions that are really big yeah. deal. So I think it'll stick around because of that. No, I know my 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 dream is to one day be a spotter. Sure, you know what I mean. Where <laughs> they do the fourteen chick pyramid, all hot and nineteen, I, and I stand underneath them, and I and if I look down at my phone, oh, no. I'll get fired. Yeah, well, that's right. Just call ZipRecruiter. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I just stand there and look at uh, teenage ass all day yeah. long. Yeah, nobody don't take your sure. eyes off those taints. No, that's right. Eyes on the prize. Yeah. No, I'm saying in in the the way we're moving as a yeah. nation, chicks putting on makeup and wearing short skirts shaking and it cheering, for shaking it for guys is that we will get to that pretty soon. Well, we haven't gotten to everything yet, mm-hmm. but that's on the You're that's right, on the list because at least it wasn't it the Cowboys cheerleaders famously don't get paid. Or right. get paid minimum wage. Yeah. Or right. No, they yeah. just they only they get paid have a tip jar? promotions, endorsements, <laughs> yeah. calendars. It's like fifty dollars a game. So really? I think that's yeah, it's so absurd. it's more like a status symbol because you get to go out and go to like birthday parties or corporate events, and you right. get paid for that. Mm-hmm. that. That's that's how they justify. Well, it. You guys watch uh, NFL every week. Are the cheerleaders still there for yeah. half the teams? I I don't know. I'm, I'm no, I probably more than half. But Actually, I probably don't know. more than half. Yeah. Each player should get one cheerleader assigned. Cheerleading, yeah. you don't get paid because it's like an internship. You know, you learn a valuable skill and then you take it into the corporate world. You know what I mean? Yeah. You take and that then you a, become that, a fill in the blank. Yeah, yeah. I don't flight know. attendant. Right. You take that cheering skill and you bring it into the well, workplace. Well, I'm a cheer like I'm a cheerleader for my family, so That's I feel good. like I have taken. It to the next. What does that pay though? <laughs> Fifty dollars yeah. a game. Get an allowance. So, speaking of the World Series, a furniture store owner has placed another big bet on the Astros to win. Jim Mickingvale, or Mattress Mac as he's called, decided to increase his total World Series wager by placing an additional million dollars hey, on the I, Astros. Can I say this? I like that. But can I say the sponsors, like, hey, Taco Bell's mm-hmm. going to give out tacos if a base is stolen. That's right. You're corrupting the game. Because <laughs> if I'm standing on first base and, I, and I'm and i seeing the Taco yep, Bell things, right. like, he steals the first base, he steals second, everybody's right. getting a taco. I'm going to feel a little more pressure <laughs> yeah. to go for that base. Yep. They're chanting, taco, taco, <laughs> taco. And I'm like, I don't have a lot of foot speed, and but I'm still Can't now. Can't let these people down. Crowd favorite. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very good point. You think about it. Yeah. Like, you think about those games where it's like deal or no deal. It's like 500 mm-hmm. and there's two suitcases left. Mm-hmm. And the audience starts getting into it. Yep. The yeah. people are... They're counting on oh, you. Oh, for sure. You're playing with the audience. I'm saying you are affecting the outcome mm-hmm. of this game, Taco Bell, <laughs> by getting guys who have no business stealing bases <laughs> flirting with yeah. the idea because of the enormous pure taco-oriented pressure. Yeah. I'm sorry if I knew they're going to hand out a million free tacos, and I'd think about all the people I knew who yeah, loved tacos, right. yeah. and all the poor people who went to bed without a taco, mm-hmm. and I'm standing on first yeah. base. I'm getting a little bigger lead off. 
Just well, a little. Yep. It's entered my mind. It's, it's not off your radar. Do they get the tacos if you don't get to the second base? Yeah, if you get no, thrown out, there's no taco. No, no tacos. Taco. They don't take a taco from you, if that's what you're asking. <laughs> yeah, you have to give your taco back. I think we need to get change.org you involved. pried out of my cold, dead hands, Beto. How about that? Hey, were you watching the game last night? Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Altuve got thrown out at second base oh, right. uh, trying to steal. Yeah. And I'm from the Taco Bell Corporation. Jeez, it's so Tuesday. That's always taco I'm, yeah, day. I'm going to need a taco. You hungry? No, I just need to procure a taco from you. Oh, Tuve got punched out, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Well, I was happy about that because I'm a... I'm for the other team. Well, the, the, the Yankees. The, the, I'm a Nationals fan, so I'm glad he got punched. Well, out. actually, I'm uh, I'm happy about it too because I work for uh. Taco Bell, and we're now going to need to take a taco from you. Why don't you make a run for the border? <laughs> I would like as soon as I have that taco, I'm out of here. Oh, did I say it was taco night? If we can just get that taco. I'm sorry, I meant sloppy Joe's night. Um, Good luck transporting a sloppy Joe. This Hold is, on a second, what, honey. Hide. You, put who, the tacos away. But I'm just getting them out of the fridge. Stop shredding the lettuce. Isn't he at the front door? To the basement. I'm, I'm okay. Eighteen inches away from you, sir. I can hear every word you say. I okay. I thought the rule was if they successfully steal a base, I get a free that taco. Yeah, that's the promotion. All right. The flip side, mm. you're thrown out trying to steal a base. You got to give a taco. Sir, okay. I, have a, I have a lot of houses to get right, to. Okay, but hold on a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. When they do the thing at the Cotton Bowl, the Dr. Pepper sponsors, right. where the guy throws a football from the 30-yard line, and mm. if he makes it into the into Dr. The can. Pepper yeah. can, I'm familiar. he gets 50 grand. That's right. If he misses, oh, does he have to pay 50? Yeah, or does everyone right. in the stadium have to ante up a dollar? That is a little known and, frankly, not very celebrated oh. rule. That he has <laughs> really? To, that guy's yeah. out he 50? Has to, well, he has to, okay, he has to produce $50,000. Where he gets that from, Jesus I don't care. Christ. He can crowdsource it. Okay. Again, I'm going to need a taco. Oh, just, okay, okay. But, I, but you understand I don't make Taco Bell tacos, so you, there's no, no resale on this. It be a Taco Bell taco. It can be any old taco. Soft taco, lettuce, lettuce cup. Lettuce cup will work. I feel like there was acid in the coffee you gave me just now because okay, no, this is very much happening. I, I'll tell you what. I'm in the mood for a chalupa. <laughs> yeah, Dan, I'll be right there. All right. If you go out to the van guys, and get me, get me a yeah. chalupa, I will trade you for your taco. And that way, it's all above the board. You have your taco. You walk out with your head held high. Let me talk to my supervisor about this. Okay. So we can get this going. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I, I feel for you, sir. I mean, I was coming to your door to get a taco. And, yeah. You know. I, again, I should have read the small it print when I was watching fair. the game. <laughs> and and seen. Next time, I'm going to watch Marvelous Miss Mavel, yeah. or yeah, Maisel, and then I won't have to be sucked into that's the charade. probably smart, yeah. yeah. Now, what sport was that? This is baseball. Oh, okay. And, and prior to this guy's bet, Newsweek reports that Mattress Mac had a total wager of $8.25 million, which would net him around $15 million if the Astros win. Uh, Mac, he's the owner of Gallery Furniture in Houston. Uh, he first stepped in the spotlight a couple years ago when the Astros uh, made their... Uh, World Series run. During that time, he promised to refund gallery furniture customers who spent three thousand on mattresses. I don't think they had to pay him three thousand though. Are, are they down two zero? Yeah, I think so. A lot. And by a recently. lot last, yeah. last night. Hey, is you the taco guy again? <laughs> Jesus Christ! I never thought I'd say this, but what happened to the Jehovah's Witnesses? I miss. I literally miss those guys. Oh, well, that's now. me too. I'll be back on Saturday. <laughs> okay. Um. Uh, this guy's down 2-0, right? Yeah, but, eight, but you know, they said it's a good thing 
uh, because, hold on, I feel like uh, R.J. Bell right now. Um, well, because, the odds to win must yeah, have gone way up. Exactly. Oh, oh, oh. Apparently, he's not sweating it. Okay. So we'll see what happens. Adam Carolla, hmm. you are a genius. Hmm. An E-6B Mercury airborne communications aircraft was forced to land after a bird was sucked into the engine and destroyed mm. it. Mm. This is something we get into a lot on this show. I have to test it with dogs. The E-6B <laughs> is designed to act as an important communications relay during a nuclear war and basically ensures the president can send orders to the nuclear triad and launch, basically launch orders. Mm-hmm. The incident took place earlier uh, this month. Well, at a big aircraft, four yeah, jet engines. Naval Air Station uh, in Virginia, according to Navy Times, the aircraft was performing touch-and-go landings when one of its four engines, one of its four engines ingested a bird. Hi, uh, look, when it comes to aircraft, I assume these guys all know what they're doing. If you find a picture, Max Zapata, of my uh, Porsche 935, just sort of a picture of it, you see the front front end of it, all uh, the race cars have like screens in front of stuff they want protected makes sense and the reason it, i think about the porsche 935 the front intake has like an oil cooler in front of it and there's a screen that's curved in front of it because you don't want stuff flying in and sticking uh. to the radiator and damaging it or stopping its flow aren't we in a place where the opening of the jet engine could have a screen that's pointed like yeah. a missile you know it's pointed aerodynamic yeah. but just a screen that does not let anything larger than a June bug fly fly through it. It wouldn't need much. It mm-hmm. just would need to keep out any of the snow geese. You know what I mean? chicken wire would work. Yeah. <laughs> well, chicken wire wouldn't, but yes, it's funny. Thank That's you. a funny joke. Uh, yeah, by the way, something, this, right? Yeah, yeah. This caused $2 million or more in damages and destroyed the aircraft. That's that's called a Class A incident. The the plane's out of commission because of this bird. And they lost the luggage. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody will tell us why. Now, I think I it's, not, oh. it's one of these things where to outfit every plane, it would be a billion dollars overall. And the amount of damage bird strikes causes less than that. So it's I'll, not worth doing it. Yeah, I was going to theorize that. I imagine any number of birds get sucked into jet engines, and it's not an issue. You know what I mean? Smaller birds, whatever. But if they hit the chicken wire, whatever we're going to call it, that could damage that and suck that in the engine, and that would destroy the engine every time. Well, it would definitely have to be engineered yeah. in such a fashion where it didn't break off and go into the engine. That definitely would be a, a concern. And also, I don't buy that it's too expensive because they are more than happy to go ripping seats out of planes and taking stuffing out of chairs. So wow. they're happy to out- re-outfit planes. Adam, so New York Times did a whole article on this in 2009, why they don't include screens. They liken, First off, they liken birds in the sky to bullets because you're traveling so fast. And uh, and the mass is uh, the impact would be so great that the the screen would just be too heavy Woo! that they that they install onto these planes. So Wait. It, Wait. No. they'd be too heavy to operate. They, they'd have to make it out of such heavy oh, yeah. material in order yeah. to make it indestructible. <clears throat> right. right. Yeah. Okay. Maybe I'll just stay home. Yeah. <laughs> they know what they're doing. It's looking pretty good. Yeah. We're getting on a plane in two hours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let me hit uh, Geico. Geico.com is where you go. 15 minutes. You could be saving 15% or more on your auto insurance. You take that extra money, put it in your pocket, <laughs> save it for a rainy day. It is Geico at Geico.com. You spend a couple minutes, you find out just how much you can be saving, up to 50, 15% or more on your auto insurance at Geico.com. 
Uh, Winnie, how much time are you looking for over at uh, Vitello's? For you to do? Yeah. I'm leaving it up to you, Adam, if you want to do 20 minutes, 30 minutes, five minutes, whatever you want, honestly. Okay. But you're the headliner, so you're That's closing the show. It's going to be so weird going, I have not set foot in, cool. in Vitello's since I was working. Yeah. It's beautiful now. The they street. renovated it. They made it the Feinstein room. And they had good old school Italian, which I like, not like Nouveau right. California pine nuts. It's a little... Nouveau, but they also have oh. old fashioned now. Well, I've been there but 26 they years. <laughs> they sold it when Robert Blake. Oh, they well, did? Yeah, after that incident. And it was being listed, and I guess the real estate agent was like, we can't sell Vitello's, and he bought it. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's really cool now. Uh, looking forward to it again. That's yeah. uh, coming up uh, this Tuesday as you listen to this. Eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Tickets available at Feinstein's at Vitello's. Did I say that right? Mm hmm. All right, go ahead, Gina Gray. So speaking of Phoenix, uh, a tower camera shows a car accident that actually a car accident saved multiple people's lives in Phoenix, Arizona. This is insane. A Department of Transportation camera shows two adults pushing a stroller. When an SUV running a red light speeds right through the intersection, the SUV was headed straight for the couple and their baby. I'm going to show you in a second. Another car slammed into the SUV a split second before the SUV hit the people. So let me show you right now just to make sure you can follow that. Not, no, not, not to save anyone. No, no. By accident. They're, they're by looking accident. for it. But yeah, he sped or whoever sped right through the red light and a car going who had the right of way, a car going straight, just in, hmm. sort of enveloped and encapsulated the family and let them sort of skirt around it. Uh, it I've is bizarre. Sorry, having you know, PTSD. I think, I think oh, yeah. The, sorry. I probably shouldn't show this. I'm going to rethink my stance on this texting and driving thing. <laughs> right. I didn't yeah. know it saved Saves so many people. families. The video, I'll show you in a moment, uh, shows the SUV colliding with a black Chevy Cruze. Police say the woman driving the Chevy suffered non-life-threatening injuries. The driver of the Jeep was arrested on DUI and aggravated assault charges. So watch this. So the one who saved the life got charged? No, no. You'll, uh, I'm sorry. This is a, you'll see it. The cruise. So here comes the family. They're walking across. And they, you know, everyone's Jeez. turning left. Jesus. And um, knocks the car out of the way. Oh, my God. Just insane. Divine intervention craziness. And uh, Geico. I would yeah. say I did that shit on purpose if I was the yeah. one the driving the black car. Sure. Right? Like I mean, it's literally a car was about to run over a family. Yeah, was now, bad. which one was drinking? The, the one, one that ran the red light. The, the SUV. Uh, who T-boned the one that was going to get kill the family. No, the no, one that was the, about to kill the family was drunk driving. The oh, original the one. one. Yeah. All right. The, other the one, one that sorry. got hit. Right, right. Oh, it was yeah. going the right direction. Okay. So you can still be the hero. No. Okay. The good. sober hero. Yeah, I feel like a cop shows in the 80s, they do the thing where the guy would, the bad guy would run away and they take the baton and they throw it and they knock <laughs> him, him down. in the back of the neck. The cool, sometimes they hit the back <laughs> of the knee and yeah. rip him up. Yeah. Speaking of that, Max Pata. Oh, Kalen. Yeah. Can you find me the opening to the Lorenzo Lamas Jr. show, Renegade? Because I was taking a deep dive on this show when I was doing uh, Ace on the Roof with Stromer. Cause, you know, it's a building show, right? It's a building show. Mm -hmm. It's a how-to show. I forgot how insanely 90s this show opening mm -hmm. was. Like and what I was saying, don't run it until you're ready. Um Wait for my cue. I was also saying, also, first, first off, Gary and Matt, too young to remember this, were delighted by the beginning of the show. <laughs> and I was saying, 
in 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 the A team, the premise was they were running from the military police, but they were driving a custom van, and <laughs> they had a spot. guy with forty grand worth of gold around his neck, <laughs> saying he pities the fool. Like how recognizable yeah. would this group of very, dudes not a low profile be? So in this scenario, Lorenzo Lamas Jr. was a cop, and he was framed, and he was booted, mm-hmm. and now he's a renegade, and he's roaming the Badlands <laughs> on his Harley. But they're looking for him. Oh. Except for he's the most visible guy on the planet because I checked Helmet Laws came in the year this premiered. Mm. It's five years. Five years. It ran for five years. He thumbed his he nose. He got pulled over 28 times a day just for not wearing a helmet. All right. Just, license. just listen. To take in the majesty of the 90s. He was a cop and good at his job, but he committed the ultimate sin Damn and testified Montaigne. against other cops gone bad. Cops that tried to kill him, but got the woman he loved instead. Framed for murder, now he prowls the Badlands, an outlaw hunting outlaws, a bounty hunter, a renegade. Oh, it's just beginning. Just look at this montage. Is this a real show? It's a real show that lasted for five seasons. In prime time, dogs wanted, oh, dusters, hot chicks, <laughs> dried eyes, kick fights, kick fights. How, how many times? There's helmet loss. How many times does this guy get pulled over if he drove through Burbank or Studio City? Twice in the back. Wait a minute, it's getting oh, sexy time. Yeah. A gown of Shirts water off. Lorenzo. The hair, the blowout is amazing. Oh, yeah. We're not done seeing him shirtless either. Oh, good. He's roaming the Badlands. One step ahead of the law. He's got his ladies, too, and his Indian friend, Bounty Hunter. Oh, yeah. What about the ladies? Oh, yeah. There they are. (laughs) Woo! So many of them. Yeah. She was married. Kathleen Kimmon was married to him. Uh-oh, doing, doing uh, Tai Chi in the park. <laughs> Rattlesnakes. Is this the whole show? This entire show. <laughs> 28 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> My God. You better watch the shit out of this show, youngins. <laughs> was that like a on USA Hulu? show or a TNT show or something? It was back when TV was TV. <laughs> it's kind of like that Xena time That's frame. That's what I'm saying. Kind of yeah. like syndicated. It was, I think, 92, and I think it ran for five seasons. And yeah, I don't think it was on ABC at <laughs> 8 o'clock on Friday. But I don't it, remember it, that oh, show at all. <laughs> that's all I remember. I remember... Um, the Chuck Norris one? The Chuck Norris you, one? Yeah. Uh, and Texas Walker, Texas, Texas Ranger. Ranger. Yeah, it was USA Network. There you go. All right. How awesome was that opening? Pretty sweet. It was a lot to take in. Yeah. Was it missing <laughs> like anything? That anymore. Was no. there anything missing? In Shirts fact, off. they doubled down on a lot of it. Yeah. Probably can't All show self-surgery on USA, so no, not missing anything. <laughs> self-surgery. All right. Let's bring it home, Gina Grad. You got it. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. Gina, Gina that was the news with Gina Grad. Last but not least, Castrol Edge, stronger under pressure. You know the wiggle. Three times stronger. Three times, fool. Than leading full synthetic. It is Castrol Edge. All right. Uh, Salt Lake City for me uh, coming up tonight and tomorrow night. And uh, go out and check out No Safe Spaces. Just go to nosafespaces.com. And uh, Crank Yankers is back on. And my stand-up special, not Taco Bell material. Find that on YouTube. Or you can find it actually at Chassis and Amazon and Apple TV and our 
stand-up station over at YouTube.com slash Adam Carolla. Wendy, yeah. come on out Tuesday night and see yours truly headlining. I think I can eat and do my set, right? Sure. Centered around eating. <laughs> Centered around eating. <laughs> Tuesday. You can get you a to-go box. At Vitello's in Studio City. I'll, Walks out with the pizza. <laughs> I'll be there. And you can get tickets at... Feinstein's at Vitello's.com. Wendy Liebman. That show's going to be amazing. Um, looking yeah. forward to it, but now I feel like I'm, I can only let you down. <laughs> I'm bringing my A game. How about uh, that? Just show up and it's a party. Well, we will share a slice and a little uh, sangria after the show. I promise you that. Leave the husband at home. He doesn't need to go he's, everywhere. He's out there. Oh, he wants to meet him. Get him here. Damn it. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay, before we sign off, can I say the charity auction? Do oh, Brian's yeah. job for a day? Over $2,000 already. Nice. So we're going to make it. some real money for stupid cancer. All goes to charity. Do my job for a day. Ends Wednesday at noon. I love our listeners. And thanks, RJ Bell, John Cleese, Wendy Liebman, Gina Grandball, Brian Say. Mahala. Everything about Adam Carolla is reprehensible. Today's episode of Good Sports with Dave Tamashek and Adam Carolla is coming up next. Southern California is synonymous with driving. And since you can expect to put a lot of miles on your car each day, MPGs matter. So Toyota offers a full line of fuel-efficient hybrid cars. Leading the way is, of course, the groundbreaking Prius. But Toyota doesn't stop there. Their hybrid lineup also includes the reliable Camry Hybrid, the sporty RAV4 Hybrid, and the spacious Highlander Hybrid, which means less time at the gas station and more thought to the environment. Visit buyatoyota.com to learn more. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places. Are you hungry for the usual today? Or are you ready to spice things up with the new Nashville hot brisket from Firehouse Subs? We're kicking up our slow-smoked beef brisket with Nashville hot seasoning. It's topped with melted pepper jack and our sweet and tangy slaw served piping hot on a toasted cornbread roll. Yeah, a cornbread roll. Save time. Order your new Nashville hot brisket on the Firehouse Subs app today. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only. Ace and Shaggy, let's do it. Podcast One Sports Network presents Good Sports. Hi, hello, sports fans. Welcome to a brand new episode filled with hot sports talk. Good sports. Dave Damashek here, Adam Carolla over there. Ace week eight of the NFL season is here. Halloween is here. Mm. Let's talk a little Halloween, actually, shall we? Yeah, uh, and then I also want to touch oh, on an off-air discussion we had about the name of guys named Guy. Oh, yeah. I have thoughts. Well, you know, I like to, uh, if you follow me on Twitter, uh, at Damashek, you, um, I, I periodically, or I try to do it every day, um, issue the weird name for a baby of the day. Now, also, I like to do weird name for a grown-up of the day, because a weird name for a grown-up that might suit your little one. Oh, he's so cute. Toby, Justin. Yeah, but you don't want to be a grown-up with one of those names. Those aren't suitable names for a grown man. But likewise, you know, people will point at, like, you know, Wayne. You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, what a little, little, little angel. Look right. at what's that Wayne. You yeah. know, that, that's no good. You can't be that. Luther. Like, what, Luther? You mm-hmm. named your baby Luther. You right. know, it might work, might work when you're 37, but not right. now. Not now for your baby. And I think one of the best ones is, like you said, their guy. Guy yeah. the baby. 
Mm-hmm. I had a guy named Guy on my Pop Warner football team, and he's always all kinds of different characters. He played seven years of Pop Warner. Most of the guys I like, some of them are a little quirky and, and weird. You know, boys can be really weird when they're nine or 11 or whatever it is. But there was always one guy that I didn't like, and his name was Guy. Mm. He was undersized. He had kind of an attitude. He's also one of those, don't you hate these little boys that kind of look like good-looking men? They drive I know, me nuts. I know, I know who you're describing. There's a yeah. version of a 10-year-old guy who looks not like a boy. He looks like a good-looking guy, like, a, like an adult, but he's in a miniature hairless body, right? Yeah. He had that look. <laughs> he knew it. He knew it, too. He had the long hair. And he's the first guy I ever saw who had, like, he put a streak of, like, blonde in his hair. He was, like, a skilled position guy, but he wasn't that good. He didn't really start. He was just kind of all attitude. Well, yeah, he had the weird self-esteem, uh, the result of his parents naming him Guy. Named Guy. And I never haven't thought about the guy in 40 years, but I, I just struck me that it's it, it struck me when I was a kid with a lame name, Adam. You know, Adam's a very soft, lame. It's, it's a bad football name. Can and I tell you, it's also a bad name for a baby. It's bad. It's a weird name. It's, it's a the- soft, weird. It's like Adam. Oh, well, get, you'll get him to do what you want. <laughs> right alongside Seth. Yeah, now you know a guy. Seth the baby. Yeah, another you know, weird. You one. know a guy named Casey. That guy's going to tell you what to do. But you go Adam. <laughs> you go. Well, he'll whatever. What do you want? You want him to do your bidding? What happens? One of those things where like. You know what happened? Coyotes got to the trash can. They pulled the trash bag out. They dragged the trash everywhere. It spread out all over the street. Oh, go get Adam to clean it up. <laughs> He'll do it. Don't ask Casey. <laughs> Stay away from Casey him. Casey will sock you if you really? approach oh, him with that. Don't even come close you to him. You can go with that. bother Casey if you want to. He's just going to tell you, have Adam do it. So have Adam cut out do the middleman. Adam, what's Seth doing? Oh, well, Seth is uh, clean. He's vacuuming. But you know how your trunk gets kind of cruddy sometimes? Not the main car, the trunk part. You know, like you carried a, a sack of kitty litter and it broke in there or some such thing of that. He went to Home Depot and he bought a sack of Ready Creek. Kind of <laughs> Seth's cleaning the trunk. Adam's going to be out in the street picking up garbage. That's what he does. Where do you come down on Glenn in this equation? Glenn is sort of in between an, an Adam and a, and a Casey. You Glenn, I, mean? I feel like Glenn probably needs some extra time at Mathnasium to keep up yeah, with, with his people. Not a sharp name. Yeah. But uh, this guy, Guy, he was cool. He was a man living in a child's body. He had a had a had a skunk streak going down mm. his down his head. So he was cool, or he was not. You you resented him for his coolness. I deemed him cool because his name was Guy. Uh. He had long hair. And he had a streak in his hair. And he clearly, he kind of could tell he came from some money. His parents drove a new car or something mm. like that. I was a much better football player, but I still looked up to him because of my background. I got gotcha. you. Mm-hmm. And the one cab, the one asterisk I need to put next to uh, to Guy is if you're going with the French pronunciation and you oh. are, you know, great uh, high-scoring winger. Guy of, if you're Guy. Oh, now that's, that's right. completely different. That's I don't want to offend anyone. Who, <clears throat> don't get that crooked. I'm saying yeah. gee, all right. Let me bounce Guy, a name. weird. <clears throat> Let me bounce a name from the same team hmm. off uh, uh, East Valley Trojans. 
Jance Fitzgerald. Jance. Jance Fitzgerald. I mean, that's kind of cool, but yeah, I mean, I wouldn't like it at at uh, six months. But I think, yeah, once you once you crest up over eight years of eight years of age, I don't think there's any looking back for you. Jance. Chance. Although, like we've talked about, when people try to do, and I've talked to Brandon Cooks, the Rams receiver, about this, I said, I know your mom was trying to make you more distinctive among in a world of Brandons, by the way, bad name for a grown-up, but under any circumstance, but Brandon, like she wanted it to be special, so she did it B-R-A-N-D-I-N. But mm. how many hours of your life now have been devoted to clarifying for people who are writing your name down? No, it's not with an O. It's with an I. That's, mm. a, that's a, unnecessary. Don't try to be special, parents, when you're naming your kids. And also, as long as we're going down the NFL and the naming route, when I was um, in the workout room looking at Sports Center with the sound down, doing a deep dive on the Penguins logo. Mm. I also saw like DeAndre Hall or DeAndre Hopkins or somebody like that. And I thought, Andre's black enough. You know what I mean? You had me at Andre. You know what I mean? Like if you said, hey, Andre Hall's a speedy wide receiver. I wouldn't want, oh, what color is he? (laughs) You don't have to put the D in front of Andre. That's already, that you've taken Andre as a black name. We don't need to re-black it. Or... This is sort of like the opposite of the same name game. Like Andre, the white guy, is it was born in France, right? Right. It's got to be. Right. I think the greatest uh, the greatest room between a white guy and a black guy is, in fact, Luther. Mm. If you're Luther, yeah, you you know a lot of room. I mean, there are no Luthers in cosmopolitan New York City or Los Angeles or Chicago. They inhabit the deep, mm. deep South, mm-hmm. and they're probably the third or fourth Luther <clears throat> in their family. Played high school football for a short time. Once in a while, guys would like wander onto the team. Like when well, this guy was, was in juvie. And he lives in a halfway house. And, like, there was a couple of messy dudes like that on my high school football team. This guy was the whitest of all trash. And his name was Thurston. <laughs> really? I didn't know that was allowed. I, I, I remember I drove him back to the halfway house, like, Thurston? after practice once. And it's, like, it's so ironic that the guy with the greasy blonde hair and the weird tattoos. It's almost cruel. It was, like, removed from his house because of domestic violence. His name is Thurston. Yeah. Ace, uh, real quick, uh, I'll ask you this, and uh, and then we'll wrap it up. Because I said it uh, in honor of Halloween, I like to ask you this once a year. The candy flavor the fruit candy flavor that is closest to the fruit that it is intended to represent and the one that is the furthest away well lemon like a lemon drop is pretty on brand with lemon i mean lemon don't have a sweet flavor but lemonade does so if you took uh, if you took okay. lemonade and you poured it into a mold it would kind of come out like a lemon drop so i, I don't like, like people who like when when it's time for dessert though who get lemon bars mo damashek apparently makes a delicious lemon bar but i reject it why would a lemon it's like too close to something that's good for you that's I, not what I, I'm, I'm that's not this ain't this ain't uh, good for you time i this enjoy is a lemon time. bar but we shall we shall move forward the worst Synthesized flavor, yeah, is grape. That's right. The one grape, that's furthest away. Yes, it's a disaster. It, it just it tastes like a chemical bar. It's a purple, purple thing of chemicals. And yet, what's interesting about grape flavor is 
who discovered the the recipe for it and then issued it for all for other all. candy for makers all. to use for because all. there's no there's only one but no weird but chemical grape no one has a, has been able to adapt what a what an actual grape tastes like into candy form but you, you the one know, they landed on, which is wildly different than the actual you, grape, you wanna, is the exact same everywhere. I know Why? who did How, it. Who? The guy who invented the hospital gown. He said, <laughs> I'm going to take this smock that you have to tie with string that's sewn into it, with thin smock string sewn into it in, in, in the back. You're going to have to do it when you're jacked up on sedatives and have a cast on your right arm. You have to do this. We're going to confiscate your underpants. You're going to have to tie this hospital down. <laughs> you're going to try to lay down in bed without choking yourself out with this thing. And when you get up, it's ball sack galore. It's, oh, oh, that's all I remember from my grandfather visiting the hospital. Like, uh, Grandpa, your ball sack's hanging off the side. I can't do it. You can't tie it. You can't figure it out. You put your head through the armhole. They can't just give you a bathrobe. And let you live with some quiet dignity. You go to the hospital. You see these guys pushing their they're pushing their catheter sack down the thing. Their ass is hanging out everywhere like it's the Glendale wine, the old timers day. The same. Somebody invented that hospital gown and went. That's it. Every you know, hospital shall have this gown. There shall be no alterations. It shall go on for a hundred years, and it will be employed, deployed worldwide. And they did the same thing with the synthesized grape flavor. It sucks. It's weird. It's everywhere. And this, you know what it was? It was, you said it was the guy who invented that. That guy, his name was Guy, and he was bitter because they said he was tasked with inventing something that that hospital patients would wear, and they said, why not a gi? And he was like, why am I guy, not gi? No gis. I'll show you, world. You're exactly I'm putting it in the back. You're exactly right, David. I'm glad we had this conversation. All right. Now, let me tell you about something else. We've covered everything else on our to-do list, but uh, you out there may have uh, a whole list of things you still have to get to, like drop off the dry cleaning, pick up some milk, pick up a ghee or two, some grape-flavored candies, so on and so forth. Now... I encourage you to add, save hundreds of dollars on car insurance, and you don't have to drop off or pick up anything. Just go to Geico.com, and in 15 minutes, you could be saving 15% or more on your car insurance. You want some extra money in your pocket? Of course you do. That's the most rewarding to-do you do today. And with that said, thus ends another successful week of hot sports talk here. Until next week, for Adam Carolla, Dave Damashek, good sports out. Good sports. Follow the Adam Carolla Show on Twitter at Adam Carolla Show. Follow us on Twitter at Adam Carolla. You can leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744 for tickets and info on the live podcast. May agree events, books, movies, and more. Go to adamcarolla.com and don't miss comedy Saturday night at the Dude's Brewery in Torrance. Shifting gears. Let's talk Southern California traffic. Most of us spend a lot of time in our cars, so having the right one makes all the difference in the world. You want a car that's reliable, safe, and has superior performance. That's Toyota. From the RAV4 to the Tundra to the best-selling Camry, Toyota offers a more comfortable trip from point A to point B. Plus, Toyota has a full line of super-efficient hybrids. Visit buyatoyota.com to find a model that fits your lifestyle. Your Southern California Toyota dealers make it easy. Toyota, let's go places.